0: Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to Bravo and Blaze. I'm your host, Jenny Blaze, and we're going to go through a review and recap of the finale episode of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Season 4. What was that, Luann? I'm still shocked, too. Insane. If you are watching on YouTube, you can see that I am joined by my co-host, the lovely life-size cutout of the Countess. Luann Seps behind me. Here on YouTube, we also have visuals to follow along for the podcast, which is available on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you are following, subscribing, leaving a five-star review for the podcast, liking and commenting on YouTube, and sharing with anyone you think may be interested in joining us. Don't forget our social media handle is at Bravo and Blaze on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. On YouTube, our channel is at Jenny Blaze. And if you are looking for ways to support us here at Bravo and Blaze, you can check out our merch at bravoandblaze.com. We have a whole collection dedicated to Salt Lake City. Team Volter, actually, rest in peace, was one of my first pieces of merch ever that I created. But also, if you are someone who shops on Amazon, please refer to my Amazon storefront from the link in the show notes to see all the products I mentioned in my stories and on social media. As an Amazon affiliate, I earn commission off anything you purchase 24 hours after clicking the link. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, I just love recommending products that I truly love. Before I begin, just as a disclaimer, I'd like to remind everyone that this show is for entertainment purposes only. This is by no means an avenue or vehicle for anyone to bully or attack anyone. We are simply here to connect, express our opinions, and blaze. Also, I'm assuming if you're watching this video, you've already watched the episode. So if you haven't watched yet and don't want spoilers, I suggest you go watch the episode first. So let's get into it. What a way to kick off the new year. As I mentioned, last night was the season finale of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, season four, episode 16, Mysteries Revealed. The episode description is, on their final day in Bermuda, Heather receives a devastating phone call with incriminating information that affects the rest of the women. Meredith remains in hot water for her role in the rumors about Angie. A bombshell about Heather's black eye is revealed. Someone in the group is exposed and the women must decide whether they will cut ties or accept past mistakes. Just as a reminder, the last episode we ended with Heather and Whitney fighting at this dive bar and Heather running off. Angie Kay almost falling over <laughs> at the bar um, and Whitney chasing after Heather yelling, you talk, you exploited my vagina or something like that. So um, that was awkward, but we start this finale episode showing, um, they show Heather on the beach talking to people. We don't know who they are yet at this point. But then we see um, Monica and Whitney wake up in bed together and just kind of, you know, reminiscing about the night before. And Monica tells Whitney that Lisa called her dramatic, um, which sparks kind of a little feud later on. But um, we do see a scene between Heather and Whitney where Whitney apologizes and, you know, they're talking about. If I had to describe that scene, honestly, it felt like two people who were not actors who are trying to act. <laughs> Somebody told them to, like, make up, and they were just, like, going through the motions. At least that's how it felt watching it. Um, but then after that, we see the women go on mopeds, and I found it to be very strange that Meredith hasn't driven a car in – she doesn't even remember how Ah. <laughs> oh! Meredith is my MVP. And I'll get to that later. But Um, the two ladies split up. We have Heather, Monica and Angie shopping and we have Lisa, Whitney and Meredith shopping. In this scene, we have we see that uh, Angie and Heather are like, oh, I, I forgot my card or whatever. So Monica's like, guys, I can pay for it. Turns out we found out last night on social media after the show aired that Heather never paid Monica back. And Monica was saying on her IG live last night that Heather can just take it off of the bill that she owes her, which. I feel like was not a very intelligent move on Monica's part because they're in a legal battle right now over this bill. And if they were to submit this as evidence in court, I feel like this is almost like an admission of, yes, I do owe you money. (laughs) So I don't know what she was thinking with that. But I also, in that moment, like I've had these weird moments before where I've been on both ends in this scenario where I've been the friend that has a bigger budget to spend But I've also been the friend who has way less of a budget to spend. And it is always kind of awkward. And this is why I just think if you're going to like hang out with, have a group of friends that you're close with, I feel like you should probably have similar budgets just to like make things easier. I don't know. Nobody talks about these financial dynamics in friendships. And I would love to get someone like the millennial, what does she call herself? The finance millennial expert or something. Mrs. Dow Jones. I would love to get a financial expert to talk about that someday, just for my own purposes. But anyways, um, we see one hour later, Heather gets the call and she is, it's like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? I thought things, I feel like Heather was acting like, don't get me wrong, this bombshell of Monica being reality Von shook me to my core and still shakes me to my core. I found out shortly after the premiere aired. And to be honest, like I was so, I was like, no, 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 please, no, please do not be true. I did not want to believe it. I didn't want to believe that was true because that is so insane to me. And I I actually interacted with that account when it first started. And I have a story because of my very toxic interaction with Reality Von Teese back in the day, it, it triggered me to post something about cyberbullying, which then initiated interaction between myself and an actual online serial predator in this Bravo creator community. And I will tell that whole story on my Patreon episode. So make sure you go to Patreon. So then they show, okay, we know that There's some big reveal. Heather's flipping out. It felt kind of fake. Like, why why did she want the producers not to be in there? These are questions I need answered in the reunion. Like, why wouldn't she have just been like, yes, come in here. Oh, my God. You would not believe this. That's what I would have done. Right? I don't know. It's kind of weird. So then four hours later, they show them all getting their glam done. And they're going, they go to this Bermuda Triangle themed dinner. And so the tables are in a triangle. They have those weird dolls from that event in, um, where they were wearing bonnets. And those dolls were creepy then. They're still creepy and they they need to like go away. (laughs) So, but this is where at dinner, Others like, I got a great idea. Let's play this game where we, um, since the theme is Bermuda Triangle, why don't we ask questions about mysteries of one another or whatever? And so that sparked um, this argument between Whitney and Lisa, where Whitney brings up the fact that Lisa called her dramatic, which Whitney found out from Monica. So they go back and forth. It was just like ping pong, brr, 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 brr. dramatic, dramatic, dramatic. Um. Then we it's Meredith's turn and Meredith decides to call out Heather for not being backing her up or supporting her when everyone was coming at her for these alleged rumors that are being spread on this, you know, fake account or whatever. So you can kind of tell, watching it back the second time third time, Heather is trying to find an articulate way to expose Monica and like segueing it somehow. And Lisa even says, she's like, I don't think this is going anywhere. Like, Let's move on. <laughs> because Heather's like, don't forget, Heather knows the information about Monica. She hasn't said anything yet. Meredith is calling out Heather like why did you back up Monica and why you know why why didn't you back me up and Heather's like yeah Monica why did we believe you and it wasn't going anywhere so Lisa's like let's just move on so then Heather takes a more direct approach and speaks directly to Monica and that's when Heather says I know who you really are then they flash back to two hours prior to that, where Heather's on the beach, which I need to know why they chose the beach. I hope they answer this in the reunion. <laughs> but we see Whitney come out, then we see Lisa, then Meredith. No Angie, by the way. And this is when Heather tells them all that Monica's reality von Tease and their reactions. I think we're genuine and authentic because that was the same reaction I had knowing that I had not just interacted with this account. I saw what this account was doing at the time and I was really disturbed. This account was the only account that I've ever restricted. I've maybe blocked a handful of accounts before, but mostly I just... I don't even unfollow people. I just mute them. Some people are a little confused with who's Tanisha, who's Tanisha. So Tanisha used to do Jen Shaw's glam. She now does Heather's glam and was friends with Monica. And we see Heather just trying to put the pieces of the puzzle all together. She said she went to go get a gift card for Monica from Beauty Lab. There were three different Monica's with three different accounts in there. One of the accounts never paid their bill. So that was a red flag for her. Also, then she starts asking Tanisha because she's friends with Monica and they show clips of all of Monica's suspicious behavior, just like her knowing all this information about everyone and her talking about how she would make it. She said, I would make a fake account or whatever. So then Heather, they share the screenshots and all this evidence sent to Heather. And, and in this moment, I'm like, <laughs> not expecting this, but then I see my interview with Marillo on the screen. And that is like a highlight for me in 2024 already. But what's Hilarious about this is that the interview, the title of the interview was called Who Got Five Fingered? Who Got Five Fingered? Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. Okay. So then the women are obviously all upset about this. This is like, this is very disturbing on so many different levels. One, we, did the producers know? If the producers knew, let's say they didn't know, then they got super lucky with this amazing storyline. But if they did know, it feels kind of gross. But also if they knew, then that means they made a conscious decision to, essentially break the fourth wall one of the parasocial relationships that has derived from this franchise is now in this franchise this is inception guys this is insane this has never happened before at least to my knowledge I don't think this is a good precedent I don't think this is setting a good example for some people who want to be a someday like This is basically giving people permission to do crazy things to get on the show. And I just don't like that. I don't like that it brings out the ugly side of human nature. I would rather not see that on Bravo. So anyways, Heather going back to the dinner, Heather calls out Monica at first. You can tell Monica looks definitely hot off guard, but She denies it at first. She's like, that's not me. And then Heather's just going even harder in her. And you can tell Heather, like, she really brought it. But then Monica starts to confess, essentially. And a line that Heather said that stood out to me, that was, like, kind of funny to me, is Heather goes, you think you can sit at our table and us celebrate your birthday. (laughs) Mind thinking, wait, so does that mean it's not a possibility for all of them to be at a table with me to celebrate my birthday someday? Should I take that off my vision board? I'm just kidding. That's not on my vision board. But it is weird to have like someone from the parasocial world be sitting there with them, right? This is a part of Bravo and Blaze that I'm still navigating right now like where is the wall it's all becoming gray now so that and Lisa also says, makes a statement saying that Monica stalked Jen Shaw and then last night Monica released a video of her putting like fabric over her head and like driving by Jen Shaw's and saying like this is me driving by Jen Shaw's and I'm like what's going on here like this is chaotic guys but I loved the part where Heather's like you were on the security footage at Meredith's shop and then Meredith jumps in and the energy that Meredith delivered just oh I'm loving Meredith this season she's like Monica, we have security footage of you from my store. You said you had never been there. And that is creepy. Like, it feels stalkerish. Okay, this feels too close. This is not cool. So, Monica finally confesses to being a part of that account and that the purpose of the account was to take down Jen Shaw, but that the other women were just collateral damage. And she starts to downplay the impact of this account on the other women. Like we know, if you guys are not familiar, like this account when it started was relentless in just bashing Jen Shaw, trying to take her down, To the point where I was like, this is not normal behavior. And that's what scared me about this account. I was like, how is this person like a fan when they're like dedicated to just attacking someone on the show? And I didn't know that there was this was all going on. At one point, Angie chimes in because let's not forget, Angie wasn't on the beach. (laughs) She's like, wait, what? What's going on? Angie chimes in and Monica insinuates that Angie may have had some involvement with reality Von but Angie did admit to liking posts or laughing and things like that. And so the producers showed screenshots of Angie interacting, but it was just like laughing at everything. She was, you know, reality Von was posting and stuff. They even, which is so shady, they even threw in a comment about Angie H and saying that Angie H was desperate and thirsty. (laughs) Oh my God, they're so funny. But at one point, Angie got up and picked up like a vase of flowers as if she was going to throw it. And Monica's like, yeah, go ahead, throw it, throw it. I was like, oh, my God, what is she going to do with those flowers? That was wild, but she wound up putting them down. (laughs) And so as Monica is defending this account, Reality Von T, she's saying, all these ladies were fans, number one fans. I just like cannot believe this is happening. So then the last scene of the show or last part of the show, you got all these women yelling, Monica, what did you do? Monica, what did you do? What did you do with this account? And so finally, Monica confesses to posting the security footage from Jen Shaw's house when she's screaming and yelling at Koa, her dress designer, before the reunion. And you can stop fucking smiling, bitch, and being a fucking bitch. And I'm not mad at people who are Monica fans, even knowing what she has done, but you have to understand like how creepy this is. Like Jen Shaw, and it, you can go back to the interview that I had with Marillo, where he's, cause he was Jen Shaw's personal assistant and is still close friends with her. And Monica was brought on to pay off a debt because Jen helped her pay up, pay her car bill or something. And Monica was given the task of setting up security cameras in the house. And Monica had all the passwords and everything. And she used this against Jen Shaw. And granted, I get it like people are like, yeah, but she was doing something bad. And like, yes, but still, I feel like that is stuff that should be left to law enforcement. For example, in this creator community, there is another creator who has actually committed crimes, cyber crimes. And some creators were like, they were, like, grouping together, like, let's go live and let's expose them and blah, blah, blah. And I had to beg them. I was like, guys, please do not do this. Let's leave this to law enforcement because this is getting dangerous now. Like, what if Monica, like, essentially took it upon herself to be a vigilante and to go undercover? Like, that's dangerous. That's dangerous for cops to do. Why? Why would you think that's safe for you to do? So I'm just, that's just me. And I know, whatever. So I'm not mad at Monica fans, but I'm still creeped out by this. So Monica confesses to that. And then she just basically starts justifying her involvement with the account, saying that there were other people who also ran the account, but she didn't deny it. I mean, she did deny it at first, but then she did confess to it. And now she's like kind of leaning in and it's almost like she's leaning in too hard because she's now posting like a whole photo shoot of her with like the reality Von T's account pictures and also by the way, Dita Von T's, the person, like the actual celebrity already posted to report that account reality volunteers because her picture is used as a profile <laughs> is this real life like i just can't it's wild 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 so Monica's just like whatever like she wasn't gonna get up and leave until heather literally stands up And does not back down. Confesses to Jen Shaw giving her the black eye. Which I'm not sure why she decided in this moment to do that. I'm a little suspicious about that. But essentially tells Monica to pack your bags and go. And so Monica does. They give all the updates or whatever. And then they have, you know, Monica in a confessional saying she knew it would come out and then compared herself to Gossip Girl, which I think is so funny. And I still don't understand what her game plan it was. If she's saying she knew it was going to come out, why wasn't she more prepared? Like, did she have a plan to bring that out at some point? Did, because she seems very in control of like, all of the mastery in the puppetry of what's going on. So this is like one hole in her game, I guess. And whoo, it's a big one. But Monica said there's so much more to the story. We got the trailer for a three part reunion. Monica brings a burn book. They talk more about the black eye. And don't forget at BravoCon, they did not host a panel for the Salt Lake City women because they said it was too close to the reunion. So, this reunion better be amazing. Okay. Last night I went live and I took a lot of notes because everyone, you know, this was a lot to take in. And one, I want to know is this more deceptive than Scandival? And I, I kind of answered it on my live last night. Like, I kind of feel like it is not as deceptive. That's what I said last night. But I'm starting to think maybe it is just as deceptive, if not more, because it's more intricate. There's more depth to it than just the surface level. Like, what I think Raquel did was watched Vanderpump Rules from her dorm room and was like, I want to be on this show and literally just put an action plan in place to get on the show and did it. And it would be one thing if someone were to come on a show and be like, be there for good intentions, but Raquel obviously broke up all these relationships and the whole world was upset. So I guess I don't know which one is more deceptive. They're deceptive in different ways. And either way, I think the intentions are not good yeah, on both ends. Um, But I still want to know where Lisa Barlow's ring is. Some people are speculating even more that Monica may have taken it, like found it and then took it because it was discovered that Meredith, or that Monica was in Meredith's store when Murillo was accused of stealing. So there's a lot of stealing, like missing things, that like potential theft going on around Monica. I wanna talk about Meredith Marks for a minute. I did not like Meredith for three full seasons. Never liked her, thought she was the worst. But this season, I have done a complete 180. I love Meredith Marks. I think she is MVP. Her role and character in this season was necessary. It almost feels like, you know, the whole Mary Cosby thing was weird because she like left, came back. She was in like the beginning of the season, but not so much towards the end. I feel like Meredith kind of took over that quirky role that Mary used to play. And maybe Meredith should have that place in the group because she's hilarious. And I just love the energy she brings. She's my MVP question. Did Monica want to be caught? Was she going to try to get away with this? I really need to know. Also, why wasn't there a Watch What Happens Live last night? If in history of all the Watch What Happens Live, like we probably could have done without some of those episodes if we could have had a jam-packed Watch What Happens Live last night. Because holy crap. I want to make sure that I remind you all to check out the prior interviews that I have with Marillo. They bleeped out his name, blurred out his face on the episode last night. They're trying, they're putting in so much effort just to not mention him, but he does play a big role in all of this. So go check that out. That's everything for today. Don't forget to sign up for Patreon or subscribe on Instagram to get access to bonus content where I will give you all the story on how my interactions with Monica's burner account initiated interaction with our very own cyber bully slash serial online predator in the Bravo creator community. Make sure to check out merch on bravoandblaze.com. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, like, comment, and leave a five-star rating for Bravo and Blaze. Your support means everything and helps this show continue to grow. Have a beautiful week, y'all, and stay safe.